Hi everybody, welcome to the second series of my podcast called Eat the Pasta, highly emphasizing the attitude of that phrase. Um, My name is Lena or Elena or Elena in Italian for short. Um, I wanted to start this series so people who don't know me learn a little bit about me and my background um, and kind of how my culture and my family has influenced me to start my career in nutrition and fitness and my take and my sort of holistic or unique view of nutrition as I have seen through the eyes of Italy and my Italian culture and being Italian American and how that's kind of changed my perspective. Um, I kind of see the perspective, you know, of two lenses. So the Italian culture and um, the American culture and diet in general and how each culture, each region views diet and exercise. And, you know, my take on through my knowledge in science and my degree in nutrition and also being brought up in you know the culture of an Italian living in America um, that's influenced by two very I would say opposite um, views on diet and exercise Um, and I've just seen the trend um, especially you know on Instagram and social media of people that have left America and have gone to Europe and specifically Italy or people that go to travel and how they say, you know, I haven't lost, you know, I haven't gained any weight traveling or I've lost weight. Um, and just kind of that ideal that people have in America when they go to Europe and especially Italy of that like pre-vacation anxiety, how these people are talking about, I need to get in shape before I go because I'm going to lose my fitness. I'm going to lose, um, you know, my health. I'm going to eat a lot and get fat and how, you know, I've just seen and heard this dialogue a lot. Um, and especially as a trainer, I've had clients tell me, Oh, I'm going to Europe. I'm afraid I'm going to, you know, lose my muscle or I'm going to gain weight. Um, and my take on that, right? What do I tell my clients? And do you really gain fat when you go to Italy? Um, through my experiences, people I've known, and why they don't gain weight. So the consensus is for most people that do go to Europe, specifically Italy, they end up not gaining weight. Um, they either stay the same or in many cases lose weight. Um, my dad actually has diabetes. He was born in Italy, but he's lived here for over 30 years and he doesn't travel to Italy often. But when he did go to Italy for two or three weeks, he actually said he lost weight. And I'm kind of going to talk about that a little more um, because there are many, many factors that go into that. And I'm going to relay that to the many factors that go into losing weight in general, no matter where you are in the world. Um, Because the lifestyle choices 
and the culture and the environment you live in very much affect your health and your your weight and your diet and your exercise um because losing weight is not just about calorie deficit or you know eat this not that the main priority is to be in a calorie deficit but there we have to look at the reasons that lead up to the many factors that lead up to the calorie deficit itself you know it's not just easy as eat less okay we need to see why you're eating more there's emotional reasons psychological there's medicines depression anxiety so for many people it is not that easy or simple so it's it's kind of ironic because in Italy the idea of eating is simple it is based on simplicity it is based on whole unprocessed ingredients and food um there is no extremes there is no i'm going to eat pizza tonight so tomorrow i'm not going to eat anything i'm going to run to two hours tomorrow um and i'm just going to eat a salad no there is no extreme even in exercise itself um there i mean there are a lot of people there that love to work out and that um are into bodybuilding or there's crossfit there there's many gyms um especially in the bigger cities um that are more westernized or you know are trying to appeal to a very diverse um civilians so in the smaller towns you'll see that there's not many gyms um, if there is, it's just a one tiny gym and it's probably not used often. But what you do see is people walking around a lot um, or biking. So instead of going to the gym, they like to bike. I mean, because their country is beautiful. There's hills. I mean, valleys. It's just a really, really breathtaking view. So I mean, when I was there, I ran outside all the time and I always run outside, but you know, it's, it, it's a view in itself. So people are doing more activities outside. And I think that is a part of it kind of being in nature, going back to simplicity, um, being in nature has shown to, to increase your endorphins or your happy hormones and your serotonin, um, especially having sun exposure. So your vitamin D um, can release some serotonin. Um, it's great for your immunity, um, but those sights and those sounds and kind of being grounded in nature can help relieve stress and relieve anxiety of everyday life as opposed to being in the gym or a setting like that. Um, so I think that is a huge factor, um, or it's a tiny factor that can have a massive impact on someone's daily choices. Um, and also the way things are grown and processed, manufactured, of course, there are big manufacturing facilities and, you know, some of their tomatoes are 
manufactured in China. Um, but a lot of them and a lot of the small towns get their products from local growers, markets. They grow them themselves. A lot of people have lots of land. So you'll see these beautiful olive trees, lemon trees in the Positano coast. Um, a lot of people are just growing fig trees, orange trees, grapes. So there are local ingredients and that means that they are harvesting and eating according to harvest and growing seasons. So they're eating produce that's in season. In America and Western countries, we, you know, get imports, exports. We are genetically modifying our foods to resist um, certain temperatures or the rain or droughts. So we're getting produce out of season. Um, we're you know, getting apples in the dead of winter that are just being picked or um, grapes and all, you know, all these seasonal produce, Brussels sprouts that are mainly coming out in the fall that we're eating all year round. Um, so I think that does have a huge impact, um, not necessarily on weight loss, but in our health in general. Um, when fruits are picked in season or right before you know, ripening, they hold on to nutrients. There is more higher quality of those nutrients. Um, so a lot of the times frozen vegetables have more, a higher quality of nutrients and a higher quantity of nutrients than picking it fresh because the more you leave it out, um, it starts to lose the nutrients, the vitamins and minerals that it had in the soil. Um, so I think that's another thing. Um, but that also allows them a little bit to not eat less per se, but not eat in excess, not eat in this abundance and overindulge mentality. Because um, if you only have so much in your garden, you're going to spare it accordingly. Um, when you have too much of something, you're going to overconsume, overindulge. Um, so I think that's, it's a more mentality thing, but they have developed that mentality out of necessity, out of their, the land, right? Out of nature. Um, that's something they couldn't necessarily control. So that can have a huge impact. We just think, oh, there's so much of it. Um, you know, when you deprive yourself and then you see, you know, you go into a candy store, there's so much, you're going to have it all at once. Um, so that can have a huge or small impact, but it can be in the end, a big thing. Um, I do think things are processed and manufactured. They're a little differently. Pasta is made different. Um, and the gluten there affects us differently. Um, I've had had friends who had a gluten intolerance here in America and were getting sick all the time. But when they went to Italy, was they were eating bread and pasta and they didn't feel as sick. So I think, you know, maybe the way the wheat is grown there is different. The soil is different or it's not as processed in the manufacturing facility as it is here. Um, so that could be another thing. And there are gluten intolerant people in Italy. Um, there are people with Crohn's disease, but I think we see it in a lower volume. 
Um, and don't worry, everybody, there are places that have gluten-free pizza and pasta there. They have it in the market. Um, a lot of the big brands like Barilla has them. Um, so don't fear that. Um, also, I think that... So the diet there for the majority of people, especially in the small towns, and I think that came from, you know, poverty or being poor, coming out of the war, or just not having enough being grown locally sourced, right? Because they're they're getting butchers that have a, you know, they have a farm that's a mile away from the middle of the town, right? And that little farm can only hold so many cows, so many chickens, so again living off the land um, without being manufactured and commercially processed has its limits. So when you go to these markets, again, you're getting in-season in season things, um, but it can be expensive. Um, so meat is a little more expensive to people in the small town, so they're not consuming a lot of meat. Pasta is obviously cheaper, wheat, bread, things like that are a little cheaper. So that's why they eat a little more of it, but yet they don't gain weight. Why, you may ask. Well, again, overindulgence. It's my biggest thing. It's all balanced. Italians, especially in the small town where my parents are from, this is what they eat during the day. So in the morning, it is a biscotti or a light cookie that is small. It doesn't have much sugar. You know, it's a carb, but not really high in sugar. It's not like an Oreo, okay? Maybe less than 10 grams of sugar. They have that with an espresso. Um, some people do have cappuccino with milk, but that is before 11 a.m., okay? So don't try to go there at 11.30 or 12 because it's not a thing. They do believe that milk should not be eaten. It's kind of like a dessert thing. It's not a dessert. It's heavy on the stomach. Um, so they have their little caveats and holistic views of nutrition, which is not really scientifically backed, but that keeps them maybe in balance. Um, but it's mostly an espresso um, rather than a cappuccino and most, you know, most people, especially older adults. Lunch isn't until about 2, 1.32, um, and everything closes from about 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Um, so all the shops are closed, markets are closed, everybody goes home to eat. And I think this is a huge um, lifestyle factor as well. Everyone goes home to eat with their families, accordingly. I mean, so there's people obviously, and in the bigger cities, like Rome and Milan, it's a little different. Um, things aren't really shut down um, unless it's like a family-owned thing, but a lot of places aren't shut down and you don't see that as much as the smaller towns. So people aren't really leaving to go home to eat. But we do have that in the smaller towns where they're going home to eat for four hours, then they nap and they just hang out with their family. Um, so it's a meal. It's a relaxed meal. Um, and I think that's a huge huge thing um eating on the go and these fast food places you're not really enjoying it because you have to get back to work people are eating here at their cuticles um with all these distractions and you don't really feel like you eat um or you have eaten and that's actually scientifically backed um 
in nutrition, we did learn that eating and satiation where that your brain tells you you're full or you're hungry, um, all your taste buds have to be kind of activated um, and your senses. So your sense of smell, hearing, and sight have a lot to do with taste and taste has to do with satiation, the feeling of fullness or hunger um, or satisfa- satisfaction, right? So if you're not able to smell the freshly, you know, chicken noodle soup or, you know, all those herbs and you don't feel the warmness and you don't, you know, you're not hearing so much distractions and you're able to really chew, um, that's part of digestion. And once we fully, you know, digestion starts in the mouth um, where we're breaking down starches. So if you're not able to process that and go slowly, it, you know, kind of screws with your brain. Um, so you don't feel as satisfied. You know, if, if I eat really fast, I used to eat really fast and stand at my kitchen counter and not sit down and just like inhale food. Um, like your stomach feels full, but you don't mentally feel full. It's because you need to sit. So science says at least 20 minutes to finish a meal and slowly eat, um, chewing your food and thinking about the sight, the sound, um, and the aroma of it and kind of tasting it as you go, um, helps in that mindfulness. So mindfulness is huge in diet, um, and just lifestyle factors as well. So I think Italians really have that down path. They're sitting with their family, they're enjoying their meal. They're really taking a break from work, um, which lowers your stress, which lowers your cortisol and, can lower, um, these hormones that make you feel hungry a lot. Um, and so mostly at their lunch, it's a big bowl of pasta, not big. Um, it's a normal, moderate sized bowl of pasta. Um, and it's light, it's a light red sauce. Um, a lot of places have a bolognese sauce with meat inside. Um, but it's a hearty plate of pasta. And that carries them through dinner and dinner is late at night, which is like maybe 8 to 10 p.m. Um, And that's a lighter meal. It could be a piece of meat. It could be chicken and it could be salad. It's mostly vegetables. That's also really light. Um, Their meat is mostly cut pretty thin. Um, So if you think about it, it's not a lot of food. I mean, there are some people who snack throughout the day, who get gelato in the summer at night. Um, but Friday nights, Saturday nights on the weekend is when they go get pizza. So you can see their big thing is pasta pizza. Pizza is a, depending where you, what region you go to, like around Naples and the South, is a personal pan-sized pizza, very soft dough, beautiful. And they eat the whole personal pan-sized pizza themselves. And they don't sit there and they don't complain about it. And they say, oh my God, this is gluten and I'm going to get so fat. And tomorrow I need to go for a run. No, they enjoy it. They enjoy it with a glass of wine with their friends. Um, Maybe not a glass of wine. But they enjoy it and they eat it. And if you think about it, pizza is actually a really balanced meal. You have carbs, which is your pizza dough. You have maybe a red sauce, um, a little bit of vegetables. Maybe vegetables are on top, like a spinach. You can have a protein like cheese, like meat, like prosciutto, like chicken. Um, 
so it's a balanced meal. Your meal comprises of protein, fat, and carbs. Carbs, um, a starch. Protein is a meat or fish. And your fat is the oils, cheeses. Um, again, it's in balance. It's all about balance. And that is the main thing in Italy. It is all about balance and moderation. And of course, you have people, I would say the minority, that are not about that. There are McDonald's there. Um, there are fast food, fast places, but not that many. Um, and I think that's a huge factor as well. So, you know, when you see it, it's, they're not eating out all the time. Yeah, there are restaurants. Yeah, there are big pieces of steak at certain places. But their mentality is that locally grown ingredients, um, eating with family, mindfulness, and they're not really necessarily eating on the go. Again, the big cities are. Um, I specifically remember I was at a hotel in my parents' small hometown and I was, uh, it was around lunchtime and I had just gotten done a run. Um, my uncle was there with his friend. The friend was an older middle-aged guy. Um, and I had a panini, which was Italian bread, two slices of Italian bread, a sandwich with prosciutto, deli meat, and mozzarella. Um, and it wasn't that large, like especially here, it was kind of like half a sandwich. Um, and the older man who wasn't in the best shape of his life said to me, are you going to eat all that for lunch? That's pretty big. And why, you know, it's 12. Why aren't you eating lunch? Don't you eat lunch at 1.30? And I was kind of like taken aback, like this guy is really telling me how to eat. Um, and I just thought, wow, like they eat in such little quantity. Um, and it's really important to eat together with people, you know, at a family environment. Um, so it just goes to show how lifestyle factors really go into it. And there's so many other factors. In Italy, people are walking a lot. Um, the small towns, they have hills. You know, you obviously drive, but people walk a lot. Um, and I think that's a huge factor, but I think it's just that mentality. Like, yes, people go to the gym there. And yes, a lot of them do prioritize working out and their fitness, but it's not that mentality of here. Like, oh, we're going to go get donuts. Well, I got to run this off or I'm going to go to Zumba and then, oh, now I deserve that milkshake. That's human nature, I think, to think like that um, because we need energy. We need to fuel our bodies to work. Um, people who have labor-intensive jobs should be eating lots to fuel them throughout the day, right? Having some carbs to power them, like athletes. But I think it's so much become this um level of extremes you know i see people run out of the zumba class like oh now i get to eat this you know chocolate cake with ice cream on top um it shouldn't be this reward system um we should always take care of our body and you know i do believe in self-care and that if you have a hard day it's okay to unwind and relax and kind of treat yourself but i think we've taken it to a more extreme level um and i do think these lifestyle factors and like corporations and work and like we're sitting at a desk all day so we do feel the need to run and work out which we should because we've been sitting all day but 
I think that has um, kind of fueled the fire of this extreme reward system, um, extreme exercise, and then extreme overindulgence because we're depriving ourselves. Oh, well, we can only eat chicken and broccoli. So then we lose it on Friday nights. Um, so I think that's a huge, I think that's a big difference that I see in the two cultures um, that I've been, you know, brought up with. Um, I didn't see that whole need to like oh we gotta run you know 20 miles and and then go burn off our food it's more of a relaxed take on things um the harsher you are in yourself the kind of more of that cycle spirals um and I have seen people um who deprive themselves so much they go crazy or they don't know what to eat and their brain kind of gets out of whack and that's a yo-yo cycle dieting um and again, I want to emphasize that pasta or carbs itself do not make you gain weight. Our body will start to store carbs after a while, but that alone does not make you gain weight. Like I said, there's so many factors. So thanks for listening today. Um, I will be talking a little more about this um, in detail.